Guardian Angel I was told a number of strange tales by my brother's brother-in-law this Christmas regarding how assistance was often provided to him in times of need, prompting the question, does he and all of us have a guardian angel? The first instance apparently took place one weekend as he took a ride on his motorcycle up into the North Yorkshire Moors. The moors are desolate and deserted, and the weather may change abruptly at a moment's notice. They are absolutely not the sorts of place you want to be stuck in as dusk approaches. But as he reached the peak of a hill that afternoon, he realized that this might well become his fate. The engine of his bike began to sputter, so he reached down to switch on the reserve tank, only to find it was already on. He was out of fuel, and in the middle of nowhere. He managed to coax the bike over the brow of the next hill, and more or less freewheeled down the other side, before grinding to a halt. He was stuck in the middle of nowhere, and he had no idea how far he might have to walk, pushing his motorcycle to find anyone or anything. As the bike came to a stop, he looked to his left and out into the distance over nothing but rough fell and moor for miles and miles. The view in front of him was similar, as the country road wound its way across the gorse and heather of the rocky moors. He knew that behind him also were miles of similar road back to the nearest village. He looked to his right, seeing a similar scene. This was not a great place to run out of fuel. But wait. He looked again to his right, and noticed that on the dry stone wall opposite him was a red can. He stepped off his bike and pulled it back onto its stand. Inside his mind, he was busy calculating the very long odds that the red can actually had petrol in it. He reached the can and unscrewed the top. A quick sniff and he knew it was a gasoline can. But was there anything actually in it? He shook it and found it nearly full. But surely it can't actually be full of petrol, he thought to himself. He stuck a finger in and sniffed the liquid on his finger. It was gasoline. He poured it into his tank and was soon on his way again, thanking his lucky stars that, of all the remote places his bike had come to a stop, this one had a can of gasoline conveniently placed for him to refuel and ride to a gas station. What were the odds of that, he wondered. The second story took place in Southern Ireland. It was late at night and money was low. He had to reach the north to make his way home. But what was his best bet? Should he try to hitchhike or spend his last few pounds on a train ticket? He decided to contemplate this question inside the railway station's waiting room. A quick check with the station master confirmed what he had suspected that he had barely enough money for the train ticket. It also confirmed that a train would be leaving for his required destination early in the morning. He sat in the waiting room trying to decide what he should do. The station master approached and asked him again. Are you going to buy a ticket? If not, you need to leave. As you can't stay here for the night, I have to lock up, you see, he explained. Give me a minute to consider my options, her friend asked. At that moment, a train arrived at the station, and he watched as people got off the train. One, a smartly dressed man in suit and tie, got off the train and peered through the dirty glass door into the waiting room. Seeing someone was there, 
he opened the door and strode purposefully over. Do you by chance need a ticket to Belfast? he asked. I have a spare one, as I brought a return, but only needed a single. I'd rather someone use the ticket if it were useful, said the man. There it was, the answer to his dilemma. A free ticket to exactly where he needed to get, and he would still have money remaining to buy some food. Why, thank you, he said, taking the ticket. The stationmaster came back into the waiting room. Look, please make up your mind. That was the last train for the night, and I need to lock up, he said gruffly. I have a ticket, he said, waving it in front of the stationmaster. That gentleman just gave it to me. The stationmaster looked at the ticket. So you do, he said, scratching his chin. Okay, well, the train is over there. It leaves at 5.30 a.m., so you might as well get on it and sleep. I locked the station up and...